Hey everyone, producer Dave here. Sorry for the late podcast release this week, but to make up for it, I've given you some bonus content. If you go on your podcatcher, check the entry before this one. It's our coverage of CPAC 2019, and it's pretty good. The Plex is live every Sunday from 7 p.m. Pacific to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. You can support this show at patreon.com slash echoplex, and you'll get that whole live feed the very next day no matter what. You can join our chat room at discord.me slash echoplex and hang out with the people during all of our shows, and check out our website at echoplexmedia.com Time you've wasted Wondering where she's been You'll never get it No, you'll never get it back So stop complaining About things you may have done You should never look You should never look back I know you're just a man everybody it is 8 p.m pacific that means it's time to hit the docket welcome to the plex welcome uh podcast listeners welcome live listeners and of course welcome patrons we got a great show for you tonight i am producer dave you can find me on grinder you can also find me on the contact page of our website that's echoplexmedia.com slash contact i'm just click the contact thing at the beginning at the beginning at the top of the page join our discord at discord.me slash echoplex call the show during red light at 415-903-plex please give us money at patreon.com slash echoplex we're gonna go the wrong way this week on the yellow mic who do we have all right i'm hk perrin you can find me on twitter at hk perrin 
And uh, you can find my, my recently resurrected podcast also on ecoplexmedia.com. Rest resurrection podcastica. <laughs> Your last episode was really good and it was like really easy to edit. There was only one hard cut I had to make, but that was to get rid of you talking about something that was happening then that is no longer <laughs> happening. Ma'am? Uh, this is The Good Wife. You can find me on Twitter at eplexgoodwife where I hunt for all the unpunched Nazis. That includes you, Laura Loomer. What's up, everybody? This is the councilman. You can find me in the bathroom reading Rolling Stone. And uh, yeah, I hope you'll join the Discord chat. It's discord.me slash echoplex. We got a good crew rolling in there tonight, and uh, it'll be probably smoking hot all up until red light and beyond. So please join the fun. And now, Producer Dave, please give the people what they want. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops Oh, don't hate the cops Oh, when the raiders come Who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop It's the sound of a taser Your body drops Don't hate the cops oh, Don't hate the cops Don't hate the cops oh, Don't hate the cops like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Put your hands above your head and show you're not a friend. I'm the fairest judge that your skin color's gone again. And if you die before the sun comes up, the paperwork will take forever. Well, it might have worked out a little bit better. If you didn't hate the cops, because they don't do nothing wrong, don't hate the cops. You can't blame them for just doing their job, don't hate the cops. Well, you gotta wonder how much would it cost for you to be shot at and stabbed at by maniacs and drunks. Don't hate the cops, don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops, don't hate the cops. the roughies don't hate the cops that is our original theme song and we have been coming back to it quite a bit lately because we don't hate the cops we're gonna get right to it this story is a little bit meta i guess you would say uh kpix is reporting on kpix reporters being robbed at gunpoint and good evening to you i'm juliet Goodrich. and i'm brian hackney we begin with breaking news tonight oakland police have arrested two suspects they say targeted our crew now this happened just before five o'clock tonight outside the oakland public library reporter joe vasquez and his photographer john anglin were covering the oakland strike when they were robbed at gunpoint of their camera and tripod tonight the camera has been recovered by police now, their security guard, Matt Meredith, who is a retired Berkeley police officer, was shot in the leg. Joe and John, walk us through what happened. Hi there, Joe Vasquez, KPIX. I'm here with my colleague, John Englund, who is a photographer with KPIX. We just want everyone to know we are okay. Uh, we did have a security guard who was watching us today as we are here on a shoot in East Oakland, and he was shot. Uh, it looks like he is going to recover. Uh, it was not a life-threatening wound, but it was very shocking. Um, and uh, look, I don't want to mince any words. We're still both a little shaken, shaken up. up a bit, a little yes. bit rattled. No but, shit. <laughs> the puns in this story are just 
coming so fast and furious. Uh, yeah, so uh, the, there was one of our uh, photographers was shot in the leg, and the reporter's going to walk you through this story. Uh, it was one of the, it was the security, security guard. guard. Security guard. Security guard was they shot in the leg. What happened was, is that uh, the, uh, the, photo- the photographer was, uh, was being, was being. I have, I have more clips. Oh, I will wait. What had happened was. To give you the quick version of what happened, we brought our camera out here to interview a teacher who was involved in the Oakland school strike. Uh, John standing next to the camera and a man got out of the car and asked you, or what basically, did you say? He came out of, the cam, uh, out of the car with a gun in hand, basically saying, give up the camera, I want the camera. Um, I just walked away and said, take it, it's yours. So uh, the next thing you know, I hear gunshots. And what we know is the security guard who uh, is contracted by KPIX was shot. Um, he fired shots back. We're not sure if uh, the armed robber was hit at this point. Uh, the police are working very hard. Uh, hats off to the Oakland Police Department. They are working very hard uh, to try and resolve this case. Uh, and uh, they're going to interview us yet again. So I just wanted to touch base now and we'll try to talk to you after uh, that interview. So meta. <laughs> so meta. This is great. We do give a shout out to our local news reporters. They give us so much good, good material for both this show and Down Ballot every uh, first Saturday of the month at 7 p.m. Pacific. And, we and love on the our, podcast. And the podcast uh, network as well. So uh, we, we love KPIX. We love the dirt that you give us. And uh, we do give a shout out to everyone who was shaken up and or injured and or shot uh, in the production of their work because you, you do do the, the lord's work you do do the lord's work so check this out here's the last clip and uh if you believe in justice in a situation like this i guess this last clip will give it to you i'm not really a big believer in justice one suspect was arrested at highland hospital in oakland he walked into the hospital with multiple gunshot wounds police later yeah. determined he was a robbery suspect shot by our security guard now the second suspect was arrested after he crashed his car during a high-speed car chase yep yep all right, we could give for it a camera. OPD, getting things done. Can I just say, my mom used to be an ICU nurse at Highland Hospital, and that was like daily occurrence for her. Just so, like people wandering just in, just random shot people walking in to the hospital with gunshot wounds. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. She told me this. This is why I never went into med- into medicine is because she would come home and there'd be like blood splatter all over her scrubs, and she'd be like, "Oh yeah, no worries." Like literally every day, someone came in with a gunshot wound. You want some adobo? <laughs> yeah. You hungry, kid? This is Oakland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's it's like the number one trauma center in the East Bay. It's like where they anyone who's shot basically in any sort of 25 mile radius of Oakland gets brought there, unless you're in San Francisco, obviously. Where so basically, have. eventually, the entire population of Oakland. Yes. Yes, eventually. Uh, well, at least if you're a black male, more than likely, actually. 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 So we got Fox News is the five, which makes this show look like a, a marvelous masterpiece. I wish we had half of their budget. He had nothing, uh, on. about he, Nothing about Roger Stone. Nothing about the sun coming in just before right. the meeting. Yeah, exactly. Right. We just oh, went through Russia. That's Stone pretty ridiculous. But again, you are so blind because you, like Greg, are deep in the bunker. You know, if you say that again, I'm going to throw you off the set. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no, you know, because you know what the, you oh, know what the bunker oh. means? What you're intimating is that who is in the bunker? Adolf Hitler, correct? No, I was no, no, no. That's what you're saying. You are that so is far your, off. No. But you when you so, say somebody is in, in the bunker. You're in a weak position that no, you're now No, what you Juan, what you're saying saying is you choose the worst intent of people's words no like when i say that i believe you? something i'm in the bunker no, what if i said right. that about you Let's i what never said that about you <laughs> oh wow no nobody ever says you're no. in the bunker and thinks that you mean hitler no 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 you he might think that that's he's projecting he, no that's what he thinks when he thinks bunker obviously is hitler I think he's just ready for somebody to compare him to Hitler because he's Jesse Waters and he is uh, probably used good to wife, it. if you don't mind telling. What is Jesse Waters? An unpunched Nazi. Thank you. He's probably used to being compared to Hitler, so he, he's, he's uh, it's a trigger for him. Obviously. I called in that to his face. <laughs> his Twitter face. Yeah, Jesse Waters has like a long history of not doing nice things. He's like a like the man on the street reporter for Bill O'Reilly is how he started his career. I think the first time he appeared on our docket here. Then it was just downhill from there. Well, the first time he appeared on our docket here, he was um, in Chinatown mm-hmm. saying like sort of rude and stereotypically racist sort of. things to the people in the neighborhood. Sort of. I mean, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a he's a well-known TV personality. Um 
Yeah, he's an unpunched Nazi. Yeah, he gets he goes out and like assholes at people, and then like wants to make a spectacle of that they were mean back. He's, but now he sits at a desk, so I think everything's better. I've never heard that used. You're in the bunker means that you're Hitler, and someone's like, what? That doesn't. Mm-mm. Nobody's ever have. Mm-mm. If I told you you were in the bunker, would you think it had anything to do with Hitler? He was saying he, he thought it was Hitler was in the bunker with him. Hitler died in a bunker. I mean, that's well, I mean a prob- lot of a lot of people did in that's a war. That's probably what he's referring to. Oh right, but that's not here. We're gonna play the beginning of this again. I'm sorry, but maybe he was. Maybe he thought that the guy was insinuating that he was in the bunker with Hitler playing doctor. Well, we're going to listen to the beginning of this. Oh, oh. He had nothing, uh, Juan. About, he had nothing about Roger Stone, nothing about the sun coming in just before uh, the meeting. Yeah, exactly. Right. We just oh, went through Russia. That's Stone pretty ridiculous. That's but again, you are so blind because you, like Greg, are deep in the bunker. I know what he means. Yeah. He's in the, in the echo chamber in the, yeah, just uh, put your head, head in the sand. Did you know that it echoes at a Hitler's speeches? And if you say someone's in an echo chamber now, like... <laughs> He had a PA system and there was something somewhere for that shit to echo off of. If you listen to the audio from it, there was an echo. Now you're calling them Hitler. <laughs> but yeah, that's what he's saying. Is <laughs> that you have your head in the sand. That's what he, that's the, I think what Juan Williams is saying. I'm trying, I hate to put words in Juan Williams's mouth, but. Well, somebody else did. Like yeah, in this well, clip, Jesse like in Waters a- is trying to, so. So it's a little early in the show for Alex Jones, but we have Alex Never. Jones. Um, he's fighting hard. The first clip is 11 seconds, so it's probably fantastic. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. 365 days out of the year. We're fighting hard for America and freedom. Robert Barnes. Robert Barnes. Who's Robert Barnes? It's his guest. Oh, okay. Got it. So this is like leading into something else. Yeah, he's fighting for America. Great constitutional lawyer. First Amendment lawyer is here in studio with us. And I said, what do you want to get into? He said, I want to get into Robert Mueller and pedophile rings, which the Washington Post says don't exist, even though it's all over the place. USA Today, wow, didn't know about that. Where we first heard about Jeffrey Epstein here, uh, you know, 10 years ago. The man's just saying he wants to get into pedophile rings. Is he just sitting there just Googling, just Googling whatever comes to mind and just riffing on that? Like, I found a story. Oh, it doesn't really matter where it's from some sort of third-rate right-wing blogosphere page. And it says that Hillary Clinton eats babies. He's got a guest on, and his guest wants to talk about pedophile rings. He wants to, quote, get into them. (laughs) Oh, no. It just gets worse. Paul Manafort is a hardened and bold criminal, Mueller prosecutors tell, including Jeannie Ray, Hillary's top cover-up artist for Russiagate and Chinagate, at her foundation. So, I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't hold a straight face in that judge's courtroom. When Jeannie Ray is my prosecutor, it'd be like, I was a Jew in World War II, hypothetically, and no. the head judge is Hitler. Right. I'd be like, dude, what? you're Adolf Hitler. I mean, yeah, this is insane. So this is yes. all starting to come out, yes. uh, and it's crazy. And the media tries to spin it because there's some Trump connection. Because later this guy got into government. This is bipartisan. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they tried to set up uh, uh, high-powered uh, you know, lawyers and other people that weren't involved. That's all Mueller stock and trade. Listen, the, the real problem. No, I can't do it. Man, this is crazy. Is completely crazy. First of all, I'm not really cutting anything out of this. I haven't cut out the part where his guest was supposed to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, he's still got that guest waiting to talk? I mean, it's only been 30 seconds. It just felt like forever. It's Uh. painful. It's painful to listen to. Yeah, it's just the word salad again, as, as usual. But he's fighting hard. So there's one name that all those stories are connected to. The Epstein case, the Manafort case, and the Roger Stone case. And interestingly enough, it's the one name that the judge in the Roger Stone case said that Roger Stone can never reference. Not only can he not reference it related to his case, he can never talk about one name, period, while his case is pending in court, which could be years. And what name is that? Robert Mueller. And what is Robert Mueller to do with the Epstein case? Guess who was FBI director when that deal was done? Guess who was identified in internal FBI documents? They're identified by a guy on Twitter called Technofog, a famous lawyer, uh, that identify what? That the informant 
An informant for Robert Mueller was Mr. Epstein. In other words, he was giving blackmail files, potentially, on a wide range of people to Robert Mueller. At the same time, the sweetheart deal that broke the rules was being filed on behalf of Epstein. And so while Epstein gets to sit in a sweetheart deal, Paul Manafort's supposed to go to prison for life. Paul Manafort's supposed to be the most harshly punished individual in one of the most history of political prosecutions. Um, somewhere, I can hear it. It's a tiny, tiny violin. <laughs> and it's playing for Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort had his day in court with a jury of his peers, some of which were Trump supporters. Yes. And he was found guilty. Very guilty. In fact, after he was found guilty, he was found of being even more guilty of guiltier things and doing bad things while he was af you know, awaiting sentencing for being guilty of things. Yeah. So... What do these people have a problem with? Um, they have a problem with that he was found guilty? Yes. Yes. It's just like anyone who protects the situation and the situation brand, they are only out to protect the brand. It really doesn't even matter if any sort of greater conspiracy happened. They are just any sort of slight on the brand is a slight on them. And they are out to you know, expunge all of that. And that's, that's the marching orders that they have. So what you're saying is when Trump said that he would be the law and order president and all these people cheered... They were actually cheering at Trump, not law and order. Correct. Yes, absolutely. Correct. Oh, my God. But I hate to get on that guy. That's that guy's name on the show. In politics, when someone tells you that they're about law and order, they don't mean for themselves and their friends. They mean for black people. <laughs> you are making a categorical error. Yeah, here. they mean for black people and brown people and poor people and fucking maybe women who are a little too uppity at the fucking job they're they don't mean and political opponents don't forget political opponents well and they're not really private going citizen political opponents well they're not really the trump uh, they're not going after anybody because they're incompetent when someone says they're the law and order president they don't mean for them and their buddies they mean that they're gonna stop some dude selling some weed in a state where it's not legal anymore but only the black one <laughs> They're going to throw children in prison for their parents committing yes. a misdemeanor of crossing the border. Yes, that's literally when when someone says they want law and order. I don't even care when Robert Mueller says it about Trump. I'm still highly skeptical because of the broader law and order thing. And I want to say something really quick about the Mick resistance, because I think I've only said this during red light and on the upfront before the Mick resistance likes that Mueller shit because it's the closest thing that Karen can do to calling the cops on Trump. That's, That's true. why they're like, oh, it's Mueller time. We'll go look at that lady. She's got a late model Volvo, two kids and a house with a picket fence and she white. And that's what the people that are all, it's Mueller time. And if you look on Twitter and you just type hashtag resistance, you're going to find all these people that are just, they're like, why can't I call the cops on Trump? Because that's all they kind of know about the world. And I just wanted to maybe say that like during the podcast version of this. It's Mueller time. It, yeah. You, you, <laughs> fuck you too, bitch. Call the cops. Here's more of Alex Jones. I think he, uh, Either A, he wraps it up at this point, or B, I just couldn't take anymore and I stopped pulling clips, which is more likely. This is bigger than Russiagate, all these things. It's a window into how Hoover operated, a window into how uh, you know, other big titans of control have operated, uh, whether we, we were talking about it last night and, and, and what happened with some of the Hollywood groups. This is done over and over and over again. And when you look at the judge's ruling on Stone, he obviously got maneuvered by his lawyers to say, this is the worst thing ever. We grovel your supreme majesty. When you read what they said, oh, we're so terrible. We're so bad. There was a shot of you on his website with a little uh, Celtic cross up in the corner, factoid with letters and words after it. And, and then they get Stone's lawyer says, oh, this is unconscionable. It's indefensible. The judge says, you're damn right. You can't talk about anybody who's in the case even in things separate from the case, Donald Trump, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Robert Mueller, anybody. And then Roger disappears into a literal black hole. No. So literally it would mean that we found a rocket that was powerful enough to get Roger Stone <laughs> to a black hole in an amount of time that we would be alive to remember that we had done this and or we crushed something about as massive as the earth into the size of like a baseball and then threw roger stone at it yeah 
none of these things happen. Like what happened, what happened was, is that a judge in an ongoing investigation, as they do all the time, this isn't like the first time I've ever heard of a gag order. In fact, people use the word gag order colloquially now to mean like that they've been silent on Twitter. You know, your post reach is reduced for 12 hours because you didn't you did a you did a mean, but we're not going to suspend you. People call that the Twitter gag order. Like this isn't the first time a judge has been like, you need to shut the fuck up because the people in the jury need to figure out what happened here. And you're talking too much. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. Like once you've been arrested, you lose so many of your rights. If it's the point of the arrest is that you've lost your right to move around. You've lose you, in some cases you lose your right to speak as in Roger Stone's case because he speaks too much. Well, if, if Roger Stone, let's face it, if Roger Stone wasn't a white male, he'd probably lose the right to be a human being at this point. I mean, the guy, <laughs> the guy posted a picture of the judge in his case on his Instagram account with crosshairs on it. Like, that wasn't a crosshairs. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get was a reticle. Yeah. That, Oh, I well. It, no, no, okay, no, no, fine. no. It, okay, we'll fine, we're, well, we're fine. We'll, we'll retract that well, part. Well, he no, posted no, no. a picture of the well, judge in this case. On what his it Instagram is? Account. If you like, you crop that out and reverse Google image search it. It's like Nazi sim- symbology. It's like sort of white supremacist symbology. It's, it's so you know. Okay, six of one, half dozen the other. You know, it's but well, no, it, that's it, what he, I'm saying. Is like I feel like I feel like in this case accuracy is important. Sure, no, I, I no, I completely agree. Yes, but I'm just my point is is more that if Roger Stone were not a white privileged male, mm. he'd be in fucking jail right now. That's that's the thing is this shit is ascendant. Like this sort of white nationalism, like Alex Jones is that. Uh, Joe Rogan, we're going to have Alex Jones on Joe Rogan later. Joe Rogan having these people on his show, like Stefan Molyneux and Alex Jones, IQ. And legitimizing them. Is, IQ. Well, it's, it's, we're, there's a large part of our culture that's pushing that way towards like far right fascist, like might makes right sort of ideology. It's a good thing that they're all virgins because otherwise they'd take our women. <laughs> They might procreate and create more of themselves. So unfortunately, we have more of this docket. It, but this is Pat Robertson. <laughs> this is some pretty good shit. Uh, he's going to talk about. I'm just going to say before I start this, Pat, Uncle Pat, it's not that weird. The incredible thing about the homosexuals is they are willing to destroy lives and destroy the whole fabric of society so long as they. And their weird way of doing sex is, is, is legitimized. That's what they want. And they will take away everything. They'll destroy marriage. They'll destroy families. They'll destroy, um, the, uh, in this case, the foster children. They're willing to tear down the entire edifice in order to have the, the majority of people recognize the way they do sex. <laughs> hold on, hold the on. The way they do sex. How do you the do sex? The way se- they do sex. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, how do you do sex? way they do sex. The way they do sex. Way they, the way they do sex. Usually it starts with me picking up the check at dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's, that's, that, that's funny. That's how it starts with us, too. That's, um, that's cool. Well, For me, it starts with a, a rubber sheet and a gimp suit. See, like, but, uh, if you were doing that with a woman, Pat Robertson would just say, you know, they're, they're a little frisky. Oh, yeah. That's normal sex. They're just, they're but just trying there's to bring another a penis spice. involved, they're just trying to bring a little spice to their relationship. <laughs> the way they do sex is normal, but if there's another penis, then How God do, has a sad. But we did get this out of that uh, clip. Weird way of doing sex. Uh, not appropriate. <laughs> See, like, we have all this, like... Disregard females and acquire currency. Weird way of doing sex. <laughs> or I'm drunk as fuck and I know a weird way of doing sex <laughs> soundboard evolves soundboard evolves so, thank you crazy uncle Pat it's getting harder and harder for you to end up on our docket because the fucking the world has gone red light the whole world has gone red light everything has shifted you're almost like you're almost like CNN should be covering you or the five should be making fun of you please the people on the five don't start making fun of Pat Robert no please the people on the five do start making fun of Pat Robertson because I would love to pull clips of Juan Williams and Jesse Waters arguing over whether or not Pat Robertson is crazy don't cross (laughs) the streams so I have to do this to you guys we got Dave Rubin Right. Oh, Dave. Dave Rubin used to be a liberal, and then he walked. I'm sorry, Dave Rubin used to be of the left, and he walked away. Now he's a classical liberal. 
Um, it doesn't really have anything to do with the fact that he's speaking at a or uh, events for organizations funded directly or indirectly by the Koch brothers, the Mercers, and uh, Sheldon Adelson. It has nothing. We call those shills. Well, well, that's funny because I'm accused of that all the time. But my patron. Oh, he pulled his Patreon down. Anyway, everybody here is going to be really happy that a uh, seen but not heard in this clip is a uh, Jordan Peterson. What? Or no. So he, I, <laughs> I I take a special I like take this in a special bit of exception with this because he references one of my favorite books is the Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenitsyn, which I'm pretty sure he's never read. And uh, it's got something to do with a cell phone and oppression. And just understand that a lot of galaxy brains take this guy seriously. Well, I think there's an interesting reason for that that sort of brings the Solzhenitsyn story into 2019, which is that he was truly oppressed. This was a life of actual oppression, right? Now we have people that are walking around. Everyone in this room has this in their pocket. And if you have this in your pocket and you Turned off, I hope. Yeah, hopefully (laughs) turned off. But if you have this thing in your pocket and you think you're oppressed... You're, you're very confused. We, we live in a time with such absurd freedoms in the West that are so uh, beyond imagination of what people could only dream of two generations ago, even one generation ago, especially with this. Dave Rubin is fucking stupid, right? He doesn't, mm-hmm. he, he's not, this isn't like a guy who understands. I mean, I don't think that I'm a guy who understands the world, but this is a guy who doesn't know his limits and is like, oh, I'm going to go talk to like, 5,000 people and I'm going to say a bunch of stuff and I'm going to tell them they're not oppressed because of a cell phone. Like, come on. Yeah, he has a really weird definition of oppression. If like part of that definition is also you don't have a cell phone. (laughs) It's like, oh, there's like, there's definitely some fucking lady. Her name might even be Karen and her husband beats the fuck out of her, emotionally abuses her and uses her children as weapons against her. And she has like a very current cell phone because he bought her one. Karen is not oppressed. She's got a late model Volvo. Can't be oppressed. Like, you can be oppressed. You could be rich and oppressed. In fact, that's what Dave Rubin's counting on because he's rich and he's saying that him and Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris, also all rich, are being oppressed. I bet you this guy in like the early 1900s would be like, look, you can't be oppressed if you've got an indoor toilet. It's ridiculous. It's whatever the modern thing is. And it's never like, it's never like he's not being specific. Like he's not like, Oh, you can't be oppressed. If you have like a, you know, $500,000 in your 401k and I'd be like, ah, you're probably less likely to be oppressed if that's the case. (laughs) But a cell phone, bitch, everyone has a cell phone and there are people, everyone who's been shot needlessly by the police had a cell phone in their fucking pocket. It may not have been the latest and greatest, but who knows? Maybe they just bought a new one. And then to celebrate it, a fucking cop shot them for no reason. I mean, well, it's a question of perspective, correct? Like, it's about what you consider to be oppression, right? So if, if you consider this uh, systemic societal, you know, uh, prejudice against people of color and women and, you know, the patriarchal society, if you consider that to be a form of, a, of passive oppression, right? Or are you talking about being actively oppressed by your government, by someone in charge, someone who has authority over you, right? Is that what we're talking about here? That's or, what I'm or, saying is this is this is these... Well, it's. I mean, we're mincing those words, but he's he's obviously not no, no. thinking of that's that's that the problem. Depth. It's like if you sat down and in good faith tried to talk to Dave Rubin about this, one of two things would happen. One, you'd just like talk him into your position. He'd be like, "Oh, you know, Pete had a good. I'm sorry, the councilman had a good fucking point. Blah 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 blah, and everything he said was was reasonable." Or he'd just like sit there and tell you you're wrong, and that that you've been like, you've been like trained to believe these things by the the left and that it's not your fault and that he wants to be your friend anyway like it's there's this guy's like this guy's like a, this guy's like a like a thousand miles wide and like half an inch deep you know what i'm saying like well i guess i'd i'd take it if you know he just took my word for it as the last person he spoke to and he adopted my my stance i i would take that that's a win dave as rubin. long as no one else talks to him about the subject tomorrow Dave Rubin is fucking fantastic. We have elected officials who make those kind of decisions. The last person they talk to or the loudest person they talk to wins the day. You mean like the president? Yes. Although, it's really... It's applicable to all elected officials. Yeah, he's, it's, he's, he's it's really It's the last thing that was talked about on Fox News. He's really just talking to himself, though. On Fox News. Yes. So we're going to take a little break here. I'm going to kill the mics, and we're going to listen to the trailer for Hail Satan, a movie about the Church of Satan. 
It's a beautiful day here at the state capitol. Great day to be a Satanist. I believe it and I'm very excited about it. We're not what you think we are. Satanic Temple was an idea between a handful of people directly confronting authority. This makes life fun. State officials have put up a Ten Commandments monument on government property. Satanists are demanding equal rights. I am a tax-paying member of Arkansas, and I don't want that there. They just want to irritate. The Satanic Temple says you also need to put up our monument to Satanism. As a Satanist, I believe that confronting injustice is an expression of one's Satanic faith. You see Christian theocracy just creeping itself into our government, and it is our duty to stand up to this. We want people to evaluate the United States being a Christian nation. It's not. We are supposed to be a nation that doesn't allow the government to dictate what is appropriate religious expression. Satanists sue Missouri. If we're being sued by the Satanic Temple, we gotta be doing something right. It's our goal to shut down their agenda, which is to bring death and destruction. You guys are horrible people. Is this how everyone that's different is treated? It is out of not only Satanism, but patriotism that I am motivated. Satanism is looking out for the other, because we are the other. I am following a code of ethics, having fellowship with brethren. Why can't that be a religion? We do indeed invoke Satan. We have gone from three people to 50,000. There's no doubt that this is my life's work. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Not bad. <laughs> Fantastic. I like that they laughed at the end because it's all a joke. Was that like an outtake of some sort at the end there? <laughs> That's the trailer. I'm down to go see the movie. Hail Satan. Yeah. Hail Satan. I don't believe in none of this and neither does anybody that made this movie. And I just feel like when we play movie trailers, like last week we played one for the the movie about Planned Parenthood by the same people that did God Was Not Dead. And that was some like dark fucking weird shit. I like lost my shit listening to the Plex. I, I'm pretty sure I fucking rioted my house. Well, th there were... Uh, Satanists were allowed to have a tree at Christmas in the park last couple of years. Although last year they got some of their ornaments stolen. Like, why are you yeah. going to steal an ornament from Satanists? Like, aren't they going to have to? If you really believe in that shit and you're a Christian, isn't the Dark Lord going to come and get you? Like <laughs> I don't know. Well, remember, they were they were actually kind of uh, magnanimous about it. They're like, well, you know, maybe they just really lacked our ornaments and they wanted to take them home and use them on their tree. No, we had that on the show and they <laughs> yeah. played it real good. They were yeah. like, yeah, we, we can't do. Essentially, what they were saying is there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, they were like, well, maybe people don't like Satanism or maybe they like Satanism too much and they took <laughs> some of our ornaments. I don't know why I'm giving Southern accents. They're from St. Jose, but. <laughs> I mean. Protecting the innocent. Protecting the innocent. So I got more Alex Jones, everybody. This is him on Joe Rogan. Well, before you play that, can I just say. Yeah, of course. Um, if I had to believe in the whole Bible thing, Satan is the only character in the Bible that I think is actually like a pretty decent actually. deity. Actually. Sorry. Like God is just a dick through the entire Old Testament to everyone. Especially that Job like, dude. Yeah. Like even people that like him, he's a dick to. Like Job. Yeah. Yeah. Who does just nothing but serve and do everything God asks and he just keeps fucking him over. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's well, I'd like to bring it back life, right? to the OG it was Satan you, that was you actually sacrifice your child. That's right, or at least you're OG. ready. You're ready to right. You you raise the knife and you're like, I'm ready to do it. And then God's like, Oh, you know, you don't have to do that necessarily. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, God's a fucking bitch. But you know what? Life's a bitch, frankly. So maybe the Old Testament's better preparation for life than the New Testament. Maybe the Jews have it right. Unless, but I mean, unless like, you're uh, gay or not Jewish. True. Mm -hmm. Like true. Satan. Don't, did... don't read. Uh, uh, Sorry. Oh, I. Numerology. <laughs> I, I Leviticus. Don't, Sorry, I don't, don't read Leviticus. No, those books are all. Those books are all. Those books are all very of their time, like very unaware of like the physical world, and <laughs> not very woke. Okay. You mean like the part in the Bible where it describes stars falling down out of the sky onto the earth? 
that was a meteor shower and like that was a reasonable <laughs> thing to believe at that time but they if, thought that those were real stars but if though. they got that wrong maybe they got the shit about the shellfish and the gay people wrong too <laughs> like, <laughs> like this and by the way i want to talk to like if there's any internet atheists listening to this because we were all hashtag atheism in some of our posts just to get you some just in case some actually guy might join the discord and be like well actually i really like sam harris <laughs> yeah you didn't figure out anything brilliant by figuring out that no dude lived in a fish for four days. Like that's what didn't happen. So you're not, you're not, you're not some kind of genius, just internet atheist. Just calm down. You figured out the dumbest, you figured out that the dumbest thing you've ever heard isn't true. So just calm down. (laughs) (laughs) The dumbest thing believed by the most people is not true. Good job. Nice sleuthing. So we're going to go on to Alex Jones. Uh, it's doesn't again skeptics it doesn't take a genius to figure out that what you're going to hear alex jones say is not true in fact joe rogan makes it pretty clear that he does not believe that this is true which is a weird thing for joe rogan to do in an interview is this on the joe rogan show yeah he doesn't flat out say that it's not true but he's rather incredulous is a tone of voice is a good this is the real research that I have heard, that uh, that I have talked to army generals, commanding generals, major generals, general generals, CIA, everybody, and they're all a hundred percent. And I thought it was a psyop before, and then I've researched it. And I've talked to hundreds of people now, not on air, but I'm going to make a film on this. Who've taken ayahuasca and DMT? I've not taken it, and be, be, uh, for obvious reasons, and. Uh, <laughs> And it's unbelievable because, I mean, they 100% in San Francisco is the main project site, literally have an alien uh, base, and they are literally communicating, and they've got, like, astronaut-level people taking super hardcore levels of drugs and going into meetings with these things and making intergalactic deals. And they've got like astronaut level people, astronaut level people, like astronaut level, astronaut level people, astronaut level people. When you put this on here... And I saw the word alien. I was like, oh, okay, he means illegal aliens. And I made fun of it, like saying, like, like I thought it meant space aliens. Hey, that's You on- mean he actually did think it was space aliens? So th- for those of you listening to the podcast, that's on the upfront hour. The patrons get that. <laughs> He's referring back to a thing that's behind a paywall, which I, I feel like if somebody's like, well, actually, I can't even confirm that that's true because that's behind the paywall. I'd be like, do you have five dollars? Perhaps this is a great time for our next pledge drive. Ladies Actually, and ladies and listener. Perhaps surely. Since we have a little time, please visit patreon.com slash echoplex and give generously to this show. You can give as little as one dollar a month, you can give five dollars a month, you can give one thousand dollars a month. We actually encourage you to give $1,000 a month, but we understand that some of you may not be able to do that. You can't give a million dollars a month, though. You can't? Is it against the Patreon rules? Uh couldn't you do it i'm just saying you can oh i definitely cannot i can't i can barely give the ten dollars a month that i give so but i encourage everyone else to do that because uh at least ten dollars if everyone listening to the show gave ten dollars we would have ten dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> all right there's more of this alex jones and joe rogan talking about aliens that's what the government believes and says they're doing Who this is, isn't a dis- when you say the government that's a broad stroke you're painting a, you're, you're using a broad brush. Like, what do you mean by the breakaway government? rogue intelligence agency? Okay, so what you're saying is essentially that they're using psychedelic drugs to communicate with interdimensional beings. All right, yeah, e- spirit guides. Okay, everyone, everyone who's done a high dose of psychedelic drugs has had this experience. Yes. Like, I ain't big on Joe Rogan because he platforms like a bunch of lunatics, but he just explained to Alex Jones that everyone who's ever done a hell of a lot of mushrooms thinks that they communicated to some fucking interdimensional space alien. And it doesn't matter if they used to be in the fucking Air Force or if they're a former intelligence operative. If they take, like, fucking two-eighths of mushrooms, dude, they're going to talk to fucking Xenu. I highly encourage everyone to take hallucinogens at some point or another it definitely gives you a different perspective on things let's just say that much i encourage you to not do that really instead do cocaine we should have a whole podcast about hallucinogens versus stimulants i like weed (laughs) weed is good we should smoke some more of it but hold on let's do that 
people that have the courage to experiment with these things and try them themselves realize that this is such a profound experience that it is it's so alien that if an alien landed right now in our parking lot and a, a, a little gray man with big black eyes got out, it would be nothing no. compared to what I've seen on psychedelic trips. Well, let me just tell you, me getting into this, Joe, is just because so people need to understand that I've known about this for a long time. And I just don't think people are ready for it. But a lot of folks who um, have low oxygen and, and have, who, who have— Nine-volt uh, brains. Well, well, who have— um, you know, sleep apnea, big necks, big heads, tongues go big. Like you and me. You go down to 62% oxygen. That's <laughs> another time that the brain releases DMT. <clears throat> so my whole life since I was about, my first memories were every night was a DMT trip. No. I'm sorry. This is what didn't, okay. He was. Uh, yeah, I'll take what didn't fucking ever happen for 2000, Alex. Does he mean dreaming? Yes. Okay. Because so he's saying that he dreamed as a child. Fucking alert the presses and get him on Joe Rogan. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I think Joe, Ro I wish Joe Rogan would have the good wife on. Joe Rogan couldn't afford the good wife. To, to talk about Alex Jones. Why does Joe Rogan have Alex Jones on his show? Because that's all he can afford. No, Joe Rogan wants a bunch of people to watch his show and he doesn't care who they are. Or what they believe. Mm. He is a corporation, not a person. Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan, who is a person, probably would occupy the fucking orange mic on this panel quite well. But he's doing a show and he's producing a product. And uh, correct. And for his product, bringing Alex Jones on to talk about the fucking alien fucking base in San Francisco is as good as for him as it would be for us. Yeah, I mean, you can hear him. Under his breath, like laughing, a he's little incredulous. Like, he's doing that. He's doing that nervous laugh again. Like, <laughs> shit, I gotta have this guy on my show to make money. But God, he's saying some crazy ass shit right now. <laughs> no, he's rather incredulous when he when Jones said the government is doing blah blah blah. Rogan stopped him. He's like, "What do you mean? Yeah. What 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 does that mean when you say that?" Good credit to him, but still. He's, no, not know, credit to him. Just having this is like the a little. A bit, a he's taken like ten bit, steps backwards and bit. one step forward. Right, it's it's yeah, the yeah. bare minimum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. doing the bare minimum because I don't understand. Like he, oh, I'm sorry. In the in, in the context of this show, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what's really messed up is a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, we played clips of Alex Jones saying he was coming for Joe Rogan, and I don't think he meant like to go be in the studio on his show and so like he meant he was coming oh, for joe rogan i mean there's, there's this this no well sometimes ugh, ah, ugh. <laughs> oh no i i have, you have it. it you have it somewhere i think i got rid of it oh there it goes oh, it's there. Ugh, ugh, oh my gosh <laughs> at the end of that he says gosh instead of god <laughs> he knows who his audience are they're bible thumpers i got one more i'm real sorry so i basically uh, I don't want this to sound arrogant. It's not. I've seen everything. Well, I believe that when you're dreaming, it's most likely the same chemicals that are being released. And, well, a key point, it, when you go into the room sleep, it opens <laughs> the gate, which scientists have proven your brain is working in the fourth, fifth, sixth dimension. And if you can work into those dimensions, you can see beyond it. So, so what I'm trying to tell you is this. I know you already know all this, Joe. But <laughs> for your audience, he here's what's happening. I'm not saying you're bad. I never said you were in the CIA. I say the CIA is on record with Timothy Leary and everybody promoting hallucinogens in the 60s. They admitted that it was a plan to try to uh, see what it would do in the public to make them more suggestible. But there's a larger program. And then they kind of backed off because it kind of got out of control and actually created some, some, some people that were actually fighting them. So, so it didn't have the effect they wanted. So then they moved on to the ayahuasca and the DMT that they promoted, which good, strong people that have a, a compass don't have problems with, but weak-minded, stupid people and others. Here's an example. This guy's smart. Uh, Eric uh, mancal Muller, syndicated radio host. I've known him like 15 he just, years. He just lost me. <laughs> <laughs> he just lost you? Well, yeah. Well, no, he was waiting for, waiting for a second to be able to like chime in. There is no opportunity there. This is this. It's Alex Jones. I mean, this is what you get interviewing a host on your show. You're you're asking for trouble, especially when it's a blowhard. Alex Jones is wrong, though. The reason that they stopped experimenting with it was because they accidentally created a super soldier, 
and then he got trapped in ice for a long time. Well, that's and right. And then there was a guy who built a suit. Yeah. And then he teamed up with that guy. And the but big then green they got dude. Into a fight. And the big green dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. The big green and the dude. With the hammer. Yep. Yeah. Cool. But he was around before. He's right. been around for a while. Right. With the horns and his helmet. Yeah. But the guy end. with the shield. Yeah. He was from back. In you know the, when they when they were experimenting. World War Two. Yeah. Right. Thanks for that. Whatever that was. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into some serious Marvel copyright infringement here in a second. So oh. we'll stop. We'll stop. We'll okay. Stop. So later on in the interview, they're gonna talk about conspiracy theories, the kinds of people who uh, might get into conspiracy theories and uh, mental health. That's a problem with all this conspiracy shit, right? Because the, the conspiracy theory stuff, the people that want to believe, they believe in conspiracies with everything. And I think there's a certain percent, and we talked about this just a, a few minutes ago. Yeah, when I started getting accused four years ago, a couple of years into it, and I said, no, I think it happened. Then people that I had interviewed and things started saying, he's involved, he's one of them. Because he, you are now saying that it happened, they thought that you'd been compromised. Yes, and then I was realizing, oh. This is a, how it works. A certain percentage of people are schizophrenic. Exactly. And then they just think everything's a conspiracy. Well, this is the thing about conspiracies. It's very attractive to people that are schizophrenic. Schizophrenic people think everything's a fucking conspiracy from top to bottom. Every single interaction that people have is some sort of a stage event that's trying to take them down or control this or mind control that. That's a big factor in a lot of this conspiracy theory shit is mental illness. When I started having people come to the office saying that I'm uh, Bo Bridges or that I'm Jeff Bridges or that I am um, you're Bill, Hicks. Bill Hicks and people in restaurants screaming F you Bill we know it's you it's, it's kind of like Dan Rather the guy threatening me what's the signal Dan what's the signal what I, I've experienced now the quote fame of being super famous being a conspiracy guy no 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 none of this happened that's never happened no. No. And no one ever thinks you look like fucking Jeff Bridges. Get over yourself. That's a fucking terrible thing to say. People say that all the time about me. Nope. No, they do. That's Nope. They definitely do. Nope. People say it. Nope. Go fucking eat a you meal know, replacement. You know, people never Alex talk Jones, about it. Was he that guy in Tron? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. No, it was the other guy. <laughs> that was the other guy. So he, it, he's he's like oh some of these people are schizophrenic and i didn't know and that's like fuck fuck that like you know that the people who fucking follow you were crazy you were counting on it it was your business model like there's no there's no revelation here that a bunch of fucking lunatics are the ones who were watching your videos and following you nobody fucking broke news right no. here and the fact that you were willing to give up the game on Joe Rogan doesn't, you know, that it doesn't matter because those lunatics will be like, oh, well, he just had to say what he had to say. Hey, is, are you are you logging my IP address? There's no sane person who would buy super male vitality. <laughs> that's 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 the real shit right there is that there is no sane person who would buy super male vitality. Alex Jones did give up the game a little bit, though. He said that he knows that a lot of people that follow him are crazy. Oh, so he knows that he intentionally drives them towards other people. And it towards conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he's more to the point, like he's driven a lot of people even, uh, to violence. Yes. Uh, the Pizzagate person, the guy that went and shot up that fucking pizza joint, that comic ping pong, for sure saw that shit on InfoWars. Even if they saw it somewhere else before, by the time it hit InfoWars, because InfoWars was the fucking, it was like the very peak of Shit Mountain, right? So once <laughs> this person got to the peak of Shit Mountain, InfoWars was right there at the tippy top of Shit Mountain, and it was saying the same thing about the pizza place that he had heard Mark Taylor probably talking about. What are the odds Mark Taylor was talking about that, good wife? A million. Quite good, you think, Mark? 100%. 100%. Probably Liz Crokin. Um, For sure. For sure, Liz. Crokin. Maybe even James Woods was talking about the Pizzagate for a minute. But they all, so they all know. They all know that they're full of fucking shit. They do. Maybe somewhere deep down, they can't control it anymore. I don't know, but they do. There's no way you can believe this shit. You mean the <laughs> there fans? Really are, well, no, 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 no. The, the fans are one thing. The fans are the zealots. I don't. I don't blame. You mean the, the fans. quote news organization? Yeah, I don't. I don't blame the fans at all. I really don't. 
I, I, I'd like to, but I don't. I blame these people who control minds and control public opinion and control the trolls. And just, they, I'm know, sorry, sir. they know better, but, you know, they, they choose not to. They choose not to, to speak the truth because it's more profitable to them to just continue to propagate the bullshit. So, and that's it. It's profit. Do you think yeah, Alex Jones is a true believer or do you think that he's just in it for the money? I th- I think he's he may have been a true believer who's now in it for the money if that makes any sense. Like he's just he's gone so far off the reservation that I can't believe that he believes what he's spouting, but it's almost like I said like he's become more of than just a person. He's like an enigma. He has he's a self-fulfilling prophecy. He has to do this. This is all he knows now. If he did anything else, he would cease to be Alex Jones. So maybe it is Bill Hicks. Sorry? Maybe it is Bill Hicks. How so? Sorry. Because he looks just like Bill Hicks. Oh, that's that, that's actually true. He does look a lot like Bill so Hicks. So maybe that's it really is because if he ceased to exist as Alex Jones, yeah, he wouldn't maybe be, he'd Alex. be Bill Hicks. That's really frightening. I, thanks for pointing that out. I'm, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I don't think that that's true. Like, I just think that if we're going to, I mean, if he's a conspiracy theorist, we may as well indulge. I don't know, man. I I think he's done. I think that this time on Joe Rogan is like his last hurrah. I think he's done. I don't think he might be on the Plex a couple more times because we dig a little bit deep and go to Infowars.com. Uh, don't go to Info. Ah, fuck it. If you're stupid, go by the Super Male Vitality. But I think he's done. I think he's, I think he's going to like get out of the... Um, He's going to be out of the mainstream pretty soon. It's all a big cycle. I mean, other than Rush Limbaugh, they pop up, they go, they leave, they have their moment in the sun. But at the end of the day, this this entire mentality, this entire worldview, is going to be lost in the dustbin of history sooner or later. It just sucks that there's so many people who fucking buy into it now. But. All right, with that, I guess we're going to close the show out. We're, oh, we're going to we're going to save the Hamburglar news for. So check this out during red light, everybody. We got uh, what is it? The Hamburglar news report. Uh, he's doing it from the passenger seat of a, a minivan. That's the best place to do your news. And by the way, you should not get your news from us. So we'll go over that later. And we also have Madison Star Moon interviewing someone crazier than her. <laughs> is that even possible it is totally possible thanks everybody for listening to the podcast version of the show tonight we do this live every sunday from 7 p.m to 9 p.m pacific uh if you're listening live or if you're a patron and you downloaded this just hang out we're about to go into a uh, red light <laughs>